There's no I in team, but there is in pint. Humble Little Pubcast. I'm the Dulwich Raider. And I'm Humble Little Dirty South. <laughs> and today we're on the trail of one of England's most controversial playwrights, uh, a trailblazer who came to a sticky end yards from where we're standing. That's right, we're uh, in Deptford on Deptford High Street right and now. And what a wonderful little high street it is. It is. Uh, it doesn't, it's called a high street, but it doesn't look like a high street because it's filled with independent stores isn't it there's hardly any chains just yeah. as I say that Paddy Power comes into view but in yeah, fact in, in general general um, it's incredibly uh, chocker with independent stores and all the better for it yeah absolutely yeah and uh, we're near where of course Christopher Marlowe was killed uh, officially in an argument over the food bill that's right yeah well we've all been there you, you didn't have the starter, did you, Raider? I didn't have the starter, and I don't want it to be included in my bill. Thanks very much. Yeah, bit of argy-bargy, and the next thing you know, you've been stabbed in the head. Well, it could happen. It happens, yeah. We are in South London, after all. Uh, OK, well, what have we got on today's show? We've got all the news that matters. We've got your bum dossers, and a full report on our activities since we last spoke. Uh, plus, I understand we're hoping to ride with our sponsors. Yeah, exciting. Uh, we're going to fire up the Go Out London app and see if they can take us to the pub. Oh, I could not love a commercial sponsorship anymore. No, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Uh, first up, though, pub quiz. Oh, yes. OK, right. Um, so we're about to enter a fine Deptford establishment, formerly known as the Royal Marine. Uh, before it reverted to its original name at some point in the 70s. That's right. Uh, this pub was the runner-up in the 2018 Deserter World Cup of Pubs, losing out to the mighty Blythill Tavern in the 10th final. Oh, I remember that well. Okay, so name that pub. Oh, there she blows. Oh look, it's been pedestrianised. Brilliant. <sighs> what do you fancy me? Uh, I'll have a pint of the Gads, please. Okay. Yeah. Two pints of the Gads, please, Sophie. Uh, yeah, sure, but that's not my name. <laughs> oh, no, fair enough. Alice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Thanks, Alice. Alice. <laughs> okay, we are of course at the Dog and Bell. If you got that right, award yourself your first pint of the day. One pint, yes. <laughs> uh, a wonder pub, you could say. It's great, great amazing. great beer. Yeah, tremendous. Food. We've got a couple of pints of um, Gads, which is appropriate because I'll be talking about Thanet in a minute. Gads Hockey Pale Ale. Um, the beer's always interesting. There's always some You're good always something stuff great on. here. And uh, it's interesting to note that it's pedestrianised outside and that they're. You can sit and have a drink out there. Yeah. That's a I new mean, one It really is the epitome of the Backstreet Gem, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it you're is. You're not going to find it unless you're looking for it. No. If you haven't been here, then um, it's definitely worth seeking. Um, so, but before we get into sort of all things Kit Marlowe, mm -hmm. um, what the fuck have you been up to? Well, we've both been to Dulwich Hamlet. Oh, yeah. For the big one. We were up for the cup. Yeah, first round of the FA Cup proper. Both sad and magnificent. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had much sadness uh, out of it, to be honest with you, even though the score didn't go our way. No, I haven't either, but there were a lot of sad faces afterwards, people who, who really thought we were going to do it. You know, yeah. um, young people. A, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I suppose in that respect, it was a, a heavy defeat against a, you know, a, a team two yeah. leagues above exactly. us. Exactly. I think as you get older, disgrace. You, you sort of... Um, learn or teach yourself to enjoy the build-up <laughs> more than the aftermath because the aftermath may go against you the build-up was magnificent I found too, it basically it? impossible to contain myself yeah quite literally at one point it's like being a kid again wasn't it just so yeah. excited yeah. about it all uh, I, I sort of quit thinking about anything else on the Thursday the game was on the Friday night and we put together a um, 
Well, we declared a deserted public holiday mm -hmm. and put together a, a pub crawl, didn't we, from yeah. from 2 p.m. Um, Cracking pub crawl. A great pub crawl, yeah. Matt McCab uh, on Twitter wondered um, why why are you starting at 2 p.m.? You're working in the morning or something. <laughs> I think so, which is a fair point. Yes. Fair point, because by 1 o'clock I was ready to go. But yeah, rather than go down Lordship Lane, we went down Crystal Palace Road, mm. the Cry, Cry Power Road Roll. Um, stopping off at the castle, the great exhibition, the actress, hot burns and black, the gowlet, the EDT, and finally a bin on the way to the game. <laughs> <laughs> Do you recall that? No, I saw a picture though. I, 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 I didn't ring a bell at all. <laughs> even though you were even in though, it. Even though I'm in it. No, no. Yeah, it's a good call. We were made very welcome in the great exhibition. I thought that was that yeah. a nice. Beer, they're beer. all very different, aren't they? Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, worth seeking out, and, and probably better than some of the other pubs on the lane. Maybe, yeah. Sopland's Black, of course, is always yeah, wonderful. That's great, yeah. Gallop. And going back to the EDT, it was nice to run into uh, Dulwich legend Phil Wilson. Yes, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A pint with him. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, the subject of some of the best songs ever written for the football terraces. Don't you wish your girlfriend was. Phil Wilson. I think it was goalkeeper, you? but you like to sing Girlfriend, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> also, the other classic, Phil, 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 Phil. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know how they think of it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, my three uh, favourite bits were Dulwich Hamlet's goal. Yes. To bring us back to 2-1. Mm. The six minutes afterwards where anything might have happened. <laughs> and then the singing when we went 4-1 down yeah. and didn't stop. Those three memories to treasure yeah I, I also enjoyed the keeper baiting you know i mean not baiting but you know mm. the, um you know the the fans behind the goal often uh, have a bit of bants with the goalkeeper yeah. and it was all about colin so sorry to hear you didn't get tickets for bon jovi what's your favorite bon jovi track colin? oh some, someone found his instagram didn't they yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yes yeah, so but before that i um you went on another crawl, didn't I you? I did. I had a jaunt down to Thanet um, with Pompey Dunk, actually, um, to check out some of the new new or newish micropubs in the area. Someone's got to do it. I mean, it's, it's very, I mean, very busy. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah as, it, as you might imagine, there were some crackers. Highlights, I think, for me, were the Magnet, a newish one in uh, Broadstairs. Oh, don't know that one. It's sort of opposite the chapel. Oh yeah. Um, and they have music in there as well, which is an interesting mm. addition from Micropub. But some great beers. We had a we had a green hot beer actually, uh, which blew our minds, mm -hmm. and saw some music. And I noticed a sign behind the band advertising jam sessions. You know, every, all welcome at the jam sessions. All oh, right. And it said next session Monday. 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. <laughs> thought this place does it properly. You know, this is this is, you can get to a jam session on a Monday mm. afternoon. Hey, um, stand it, stand it, yeah. Uh, and we dropped in at the Laughing Barrel. The idea was to take the Loop bus, you know, from oh, yeah, Ramsgate around yep. around Thanet. But uh, the Laughing Barrel is more sort of Cliftonville, a little bit, a little bit of a, 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 a hike from where the bus dropped us. Um, but we stopped in a little park to get in the mood and uh, found the Laughing Barrel, um, a former 1960s estate pub, now split into a pub and a chemist. <laughs> oh, that's handy. It's very handy. Yeah, yeah. Very handy. Get your ibuprofen for the yeah. next day. Yeah, it's all about the medicines. Um, and in uh, that was great, a really, really great vibe. And that's where we had a 10... 0.6% stout, oh. which somewhat altered proceedings. Oh, Jesus. Which made our next stop um, slightly surreal. It was the Albion Rooms, the uh, hotel owned by the Libertines. Oh, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And we found ourselves in a Gothic basement bar uh, in which Carl Barrett was holding court. Uh, it's all faintly surreal. I can't quite. Believe, you know, I don't know whether it actually happened or not, <laughs> but um, very glad we stopped off there. Uh, yeah, that's, in, that's also in uh, Cliftonville on the way to Margate. Yeah. Might just be Margate actually. Mm. And then we ended up in in the Fez, uh, which I've been to for. Oh yeah, something to the Fez. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's cracking. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a time when I've been to the Fez and haven't got chatting to people in there. 
And um, one, one uh, other place of note for um, Peckhamites, perhaps, is the Neptune Hall back in uh, Broadstairs. Oh, yeah. It's now been taken over by Johnny Gowlett, you know, Johnny who ran oh, the Gowlett really? in Peckham, yeah. Oh, wow. So we, we saw him in there, he very nice y- yeah, to see Yeah, we've been to watch some horse racing there, haven't we? Yeah, days we have, ago, yeah, yeah. It was uh, he, he made us a pizza just like the old days, bought oh. us a drink, it was really nice. So that's the Neptune Hall if you want to catch up with Johnny X of the Gowlett. Mm. Um, and then you, this isn't your, the first time you've been to Deptford recently, is it? No, indeed, no. Um, I went, uh, you know, I obviously love a bit of culture, so I mm. came to the Deptford X Arts Festival, annual arts festival here. Mm. Um, the little one was uh, going to a party and was being taken to the pictures and being dropped off. So me and the missus uh, went to four pubs and two exhibitions. The microbinge. But it was a microbinge, yeah. Bloody lovely. And we started right here in the Dog and Bell mm. um, because uh, deserter supporter Simon Beasley uh, had a uh, exhibition of screen prints here called Changes oh, yes. Now yeah, yeah. which is at Deptford um, so we came to see that have a pint went on to some other pubs and also took in the uh, fake Morley's exhibition um, Morley's or Less oh yeah uh, which was yeah, a collection of photographs of fake Morley's very good photographs yes. apart from being uh, you know a, a great concept uh, so don't mention it to uh, Cyclo Dunk I know he's unhappy isn't he because he yeah. had that idea some years ago uh, yeah. yeah didn't do it though did he that's, no that's the thing yeah, that's yes. why they called him Cyclo Dunk and not Morley Dunk <laughs> um, so that exhibition included uh, new Morley's best Morley's Norleys, Monleys, Mowleys. Monleys, come on. Best Mowleys, Fantastic Morleys, and Fantastic Morleys. <laughs> which is like a fake of a fake, isn't it? Yeah, that perfect chicken. <laughs> yeah, like perfect chicken. Um, <laughs> you know, on the on the uh, sign it always says, mmm, it tastes mm. better on the real Morleys. Mm. Um, on JJ Morley, without an E, mm. uh, in Streatham, it, uh, their slogan is, when mum's not cooking. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's nice. That's top draw. <laughs> well, that's um, Strange Martin's uh, horses called Morley, isn't That's it? right. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, the exhibition's finished now, but if you fancy a um, fake Morley's calendar, uh, those guys, uh, which, which I do, yeah, um, I do. Are, they've run out the first print, but they're, they're doing another one. Um, if you DM them on their Insta at Morley's or Less, mm. they'll sort you out. Excellent. Next, we're going on to St Nicholas's Churchyard, uh, okay. which is nearby. Or where... possibly by via the river. Uh, via the river, yes. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, so next we're going to the river and then on to St Nicholas's churchyard where Marlow is said to be buried. Uh, Perhaps we should say why Christopher Marlow is of interest to us. Um, Yeah. I mean, first of all, my impression is that he did not give a massive number of fucks. No, he didn't. No, No, he was... uh, very keen. He was a free speaker, wasn't he? Regardless of any trouble it might get him into. And uh, in that way, quite brave, I think, as well. Uh, Definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was only 29 when he died, wasn't yeah. he? And uh, it was a brief but eventful life. He loved a bit of um, weed. Well, I say weed, tobacco. Tobacco, yeah. yeah. I mean, that had only just come to the country, really, yeah. with his, yeah. from his mate, uh, Sir Walter Raleigh. In many ways, he reminds me of you. Is that uh, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, he was, he's red-haired, mm. a writer, smoker, and he had... Big kahunas. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, no, I don't mean as in uh, courageous. I oh. just mean as in like massive testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all bollock. Yeah, Quite horrible. Yeah. yeah, I mean he was accused of being uh, disorderly, treasonous, a heretic, a boozer, a blasphemer, a magician, a spy, a dualist, counterfeiter, That's atheist, right, yeah. Yeah. a sodomite, a tobacco user, and worst of all, a writer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go see where he rests. Let's do it. Okay, well now, for reasons we can barely remember, we've left the dog and bell. For fuck's sake. Yeah, we are now in the rain. Yeah. By the river. 
yeah, stand instead of in that lovely pub. That noise you can hear is a river splashing on some ancient steps near where we think um, Eleanor Bull's house was, where yes. Christopher Marlowe was killed. Yes, it's interesting. He he was he was out on a jolly with three right Herberts, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, at Eleanor Bull's house, and this was like a private pub, wasn't it? Yes, he's she... often said to have died in a pub brawl, but it's not quite like that. It's more a it's more a sort of private house where he could go and spend all day eating and drinking. And why don't we have them anymore? I know. Yeah, really, <laughs> it, it sounds brilliant. I mean, uh, the, the uh, widow Bull would uh, cook you dinner, serve you booze. You can have a nap if you want to. Yes. You can loll about in her garden. Yeah. yeah. Get stabbed in the head, admittedly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not all upside. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, there he was with these three. Uh, Geezers. I yeah. mean, uh, uh, they all had some sort of underground. They did, as well as royal connection. Yes, exactly. That's the way things worked back then. He was killed by one of them in uh, self-defense. Officially, in self-defense. Although he yeah. was the only one who had A who knife. was armed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The story goes well. There was only three witnesses. The three yeah. people in the room with him: mm. Pfizer, Polian, Skeris, Skiers. And the story goes that he he, he grabbed. Marlowe grabbed um, Pfizer's dagger and uh, did him some damage on the head before being overpowered and yeah. um, then stabbed in the eye with his own hand, as it were. Yeah, I mean, there are a number of theories to his death, but the least likely is uh, an argument over the bill, whether, yes. he, whether he had the fruits of the forest cheesecake. Yeah, that sounds like a complete fabrication by three dodgy geezers on the spot, yeah. which they got away with by... Uh, because they were also in the uh, Queen's pay. Well, well, not the Queen's pay, but the uh, the pay of the Elizabethan spy masters. Yes, uh, I mean uh, the guy Fraser who killed him. Uh, he was in the pay. Uh, he was the agent of Thomas Wal- Walsingham, who was allegedly yeah. Marlowe's lover, uh, and would have been uh, concerned about the reputation of his client. Yes. Uh, associating with someone like Marlowe. Because we should say, Marlowe at this point was under some kind of house arrest, wasn't he? Um, well, he was on bail, effectively, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. He used to have to come to sign on with the Privy Council at Greenwich Palace, which we can every day uh, pretty much see from here. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and he, every day, yeah. So he, 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 on the day of his death, he, he went there, signed on, came down here to meet these, uh, these geezers. geezers. <laughs> Spent uh, ten hours on it. Yes, get right on it. Yeah, Marley. So we can't say for definite why he was killed, but we do know they had a good ten-hour sesh beforehand. So he went out on a high. Went out on a high, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the reason he was uh, on bail, bloody hell! I'm get, careful, mate. You're gonna get blown in down there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the re- the reason he was. Um, on bail was because uh, seditious uh, activities, wasn't it? He was yes, uh, thought to be a, a, an atheist and had written a um, uh, a, a, a treatise, which <laughs> I've just noticed it says here, he was an atheist who said to enjoy pouting, but that <laughs> actually supposed to say an atheist said to enjoy pouring scorn on arguments for the existence of God, which he did very well. He was like the Christopher Hitchens of his day. He was, yeah. He, he wasn't just an atheist. He he uh, was a very vocal one who who was uh, very uh, who made very strong arguments to suggest that the religion was invented to keep people in line. I exactly. Mean, as if. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've moved along now. Where are we now, Vinny? Uh, we are at St Nicholas's Church in Deptford Green, where uh, and we're at uh, the slab that commemorates Christopher Marlowe. It says here, near this spot lie the mortal remains of Christopher Marlowe, who met his untimely death in Deptford on May 30th, 1593. And there's a quote from Dr. Faustus, probably his most famous play. Cut is the branch that might have grown full straight. And strewn at the base are uh, some flowers and quite a lot of pens. A lot of pens. There's even a, 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 a quill yeah. on top of the... Uh, I suppose in a way he was like the first, first star to die, wasn't he? It's a bit like uh, Jim Morrison in Père Lachaise. Yeah, he was absolutely massive. Uh, 
I mean, we're going to talk about his work when we get to uh, Bankside, where his yeah. displays were put on. Um, but yes, he, he was. There was there was nobody like him. He was ahead of Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, Just. Born around the same time, wasn't he? Yeah, um, born the same, same year, I think. And he was brought here to this church um, s- immediately after the inquest, wasn't he? Which was soon yeah. after his death. Yeah. Um, Buried the next day, I think. Buried the next day. I mean, there's about back then. There are some theories that uh, it might not have been his body that was buried because um, a man in the Tower of London was very hurriedly hung. That's right. Or hanged, as I believe is correct. Um, Yeah. And uh, it could have been that Marlowe was on his way to escape to the continent, perhaps. Yeah. um, Escape trial and escape trial. Yeah. uh, For atheism, probably. Yeah. but yes, there's that theory that he faked his own death so, and went on to write all of uh, Shakespeare's plays. Yeah, um, and Huang Chung's 1987 hit, Everybody Have Fun Tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was one of his best. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I find it quite cute, this church, St Nicholas, that they, um, they, their tower's got a name, apparently. They call it Norman. <laughs> That's sweet. Just, yeah. It's nice. It's just really nice. <laughs> it's quite old as well. <laughs> well, we're still getting a little bit wet in a graveyard. Um, and uh, we uh, are going to head off to a pub. So we'll do another pub quiz in a minute. But before we do, we just um, tee you up about um, what we're going to try and do after the news. Mm. We're actually going to do what well, I think we, we both think is a podcasting first. Yeah. We've done some research. We are actually going to travel to the 16th century yeah, and see what it was like. Before. No, it's never been done before. We're mm. pretty sure of that. Mm. Um, so, getting into the news, uh, what is the pub quiz second pub of the day? Vinny? Okay, used to be called the Oxford Arms. Oh yeah. Uh, claims to have some connection to uh, Kit Marlowe because it had uh, theatre at the time. That's right. Yeah. Um, and it was the uh, top pub on a roundabout yes deserters top 10 pubs in a roundabout yes that's whatever right whatever year that was that's 1963 right. there's also a, an alleged connection to dire straits isn't there that's right yeah i'm not giving too much away by saying that are yeah. they um where uh, mark knopfler first spotted the sultans of swing yeah Allegedly, anyway yeah. we'll see you there because we're getting terrible thirsty yeah, and it's pissing down in the ra- graveyard Okay, here we are. Um, we are, of course, as you may have guessed, at the Amersham Arms. <laughs> Perhaps you'd care to explain why we're at the Amersham Arms. Yes, we were hoping to be at the uh, crusty punk anarcho pub, The Bird's Nest, uh, which was the, uh, the Oxford Arms, but it was closed and there was a notice on the door saying, good news to all, The Bird's Nest uh, the pub will be reopening very soon, and we will let you know the day ASAP. That is live news. Yeah, we're, we're going into the news, and that's our first item live. Yeah. I mean, I have to take issue with the good news for all. Yes. As I stood out there in the rain reading that sign. With a full bladder. <laughs> anyway, so the first yeah. item on the, the news. news. The news. The news. The news. news. Is the bird's nest is currently closed due yes. to reopen imminently. What else you got? Um, I've got uh, Hopking. Are you familiar with Hopking, the beer and skating brand? In, um, no. S- uh, Sounds right up my street. <laughs> yeah, they're, um, they've got a bar and skating place in uh, the sort of Druid Street. Yes, yeah, someone was telling us about it, weren't they? Well, they were telling me about it. Right. And I've only just now remembered it. Okay. Well, they claim to have... Well, they've got a CBD beer. Pale yeah. ale, yeah, yeah, and it's claimed that it's the first hangover-free beer. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, haven't tried it yet, but no. they did an experiment and they uh, stuck it on Instagram, uh, in which uh, one of their members of staff managed to can manage to be able to do flips the next day. Oh, so that's the Hop King in Druid Street, did you say? I think it's Druid Street. It's around yeah. that sort of area of uh, kind of Bermondsey, yeah, near yeah. Bermondsey Street. Sounds worth a visit. Um, I noticed the Albion uh, in Rotherhithe. 
Oh, yeah. Sort of Mock Tudor pub at the yeah. end of that. Uh, Near the station. The street, yeah. Mm. Um, has had some planning put in for to be demolished and made into flats. So if you fancy protesting that, check it out on uh, Southwark's planning portal. Yeah. Uh, same old story, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm picking hops out of my ear here from my accident in, in uh, yes. the Dog and Bell. Yeah, you, put, you tried to put your bag on and you knocked all the hops down all over. Yeah, I now just stink of fresh hops. <laughs> You've it's never lovely. been more attractive to me. <laughs> you going to say something about beer tax? Beer tax, yes. Uh, it's an, it's going to be an election issue, yeah. The mm. Prime Minister has uh, promised he's going to have a good look at beer tax because in this country we pay... 54 pence per pint of 5% beer. Um, where in, in Germany, they pay 4.7 Right, so this is Boris Johnson's going to have a look at it. He's going to have a look at it. So he's, he's promised so we can be absolutely certain that he will not do it. Almost certainly, yes. That's his track record, isn't it? It is, um, yeah. But never, nevertheless, it's good to get that in uh, people's minds pre-election. Maybe yes. all parties should be... Um, pledging to bring it down yeah um, and the other thing I noticed was uh, beer and art at the Tate I mean we've stumbled across that um, bar haven't we uh, at the back of the Tate before mm, mm. for like a beer festival wasn't there a four pure uh, launch of um, yeah, a beer uh, yeah. a Tate beer um, and they're having a, um, a beer and art event a sort of eight brewery tap takeover by Pig's Ear remember Pig's Ear yeah yeah. Uh, I think they've got a beer distributors. Uh, they do that lovely um, uh, they do, oh, festival. I know the name of the festival, yeah. Uh, in yeah. East London. Yeah. Um, and they're doing... Um, so the eight breweries are doing a one-off beer and artwork because they all do great mm. artwork for their cans. Mm. So it's a combination. It's a ticketed event, but you could try stumbling in like we did. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, Gypsy Hill, Cloudwater, Burning mm. Sky, Pressure Drop. And uh, is that whereabouts in the Tate? Is that is that in the bar? That's in that in the that terrace bar. bar. The ter- uh, yeah, the bar. terrace bar. The, um, that, the the new annex. I can't yeah, I can't pronounce the name of the building, but uh, okay. the new annex. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Um, That's on the twenty eighth of November. Cool. Uh, in other in other news, uh, world news. If we could move on to that, if we must. Mm. Um, I noticed. A couple of pieces, actually, about the demise of the Spanish menu del dia. Are you familiar with the menu a menu del dia? Menu del dia? No. It's the menu of the day. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. It's like a three-course, mm. cheap uh, meal. It was originally called the Turistico menu, actually, mm. which means tourist menu. Um, and it was introduced by law in the 1960s to ensure, despite the Turistico menu name, uh, to ensure an affordable meal was in reach of all Spaniards. I could do with one of those now. Absolutely, starving. The robin's the bird's nest. We were going to be uh, yeah eating one of their boigers, weren't we? Um, so uh, it sort of contributed to the idea. You know, the Spanish sort of generally break their day up into two and have two mm. hours, and they could go and have this menu del dia. Mm, but unfortunately, the, the, all restaurants had to offer one by law. I had mm. no idea about that mm. and, and, until the law changed a few years ago. Now, places don't have to offer it, and the price is edged up, and uh, many people obviously no longer split the day into two. In fact, many people no longer have a full-time job. So the idea of the, um, this, these paid lunch breaks for two hours has sort of, mm. dissipated, unfortunately. So, um, it's tragic, because I mean, when you haven't tragic. got a job, uh, that's when you need a two-hour lunch. Absolutely. You know, and they're like 10 euros for three courses. Mm. It's, you know, sometimes with a glass of wine, they're amazing. So if you see one, uh, make use of it while you can, and of course take your time. Um, and it, uh, the article mentioned um, that it should perhaps be done in honour of uh, Mariano Rajoy, the uh, Prime Minister, um, last Prime Minister, mm. who, uh, when he was faced with an unprecedented vote of no confidence last year, went to lunch for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so much to learn from mm. our European cousins. Yeah. He's a right old bum dosser. <laughs> Um, and the, the other uh, article that um, I noticed, well, it's more the headline, really. There's a headline in the mirror. Nurse, 22, caught behind the wheel more than 29 times the ketamine limit. There's a ketamine limit? <laughs> exactly what I thought. <laughs> ketamine limit. How much can you have and drive? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you can't drive home from the club, but it's all right to have a little bit of horse tranquilizer after a lunch, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
is the dab on the tongue. Mm. Um, I mean, apart from anything else, it's a kick in the teeth for the horses again, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they should be the only ones allowed to drive on ketamine, I think. But yeah. uh, once again, their livelihood is threatened. First no the wonder they got the long face. Yes. Okay, we're going to get back to Christopher Marlowe now. Um, but yeah. uh, that means we've got to go and find this. Uh, we've heard tell, right, of a, of a portal, haven't yeah. we? Ken from the uh, market porter said yeah. he heard from a crone in the street that mm. round the back of the rake mm. in the borough, by the portaloo, where the portaloo used to be, mm. is a, a portal to. Another time. Yeah, 16th century Bankside. And we're going to go and try and find it. All right. And we're going to oh, use our sponsor to get there. Yeah, maybe they could take us to a pub nearby. Yeah, take us to a pub nearby. Let me put in Bankside, because that's where that's that was where all the theatres were. Yes. So we're going to use our sponsor, Go Out London, to uh, search the area. Okay. I've tapped in Bankside, and it's come up with a pub we know quite well. Oh, yeah. So perhaps we could have another pub quiz. I like your thinking. Um... Always thinking. Yeah. Sometimes thinking. The oldest pub on Bankside. Mm. Uh, so it, this was around in Marlowe's day, so it's perfect yes. for our purposes. Yeah. Uh, it, in those days, it was called the Castle on the Hoop. Oh yes. And I I know what you mean, yeah. they don't put this on their on their blue plaque, I'm sure, but it used to be a brothel. Did it? it, it, it that, in those days on Bankside, you know, it was all brothels and bear, right. bear pits. Well, that's great because you were saying you're feeling a bit horny. <laughs> Oh, that's a clue. That's a great view our destination. So here we are at the, the anchor. anchor. Of course, the anchor, and, and appropriately with a um, pint of Bankside Blonde. Yeah, and very delicious it is too. And um, we're very happy that Go Out London sent us here. Yes. Because we know and love it. Yes. Of yore. And of course, Christopher Marlowe would have walked past here as well, wouldn't he? Well, I suspect he would have walked in there. Yeah. I think that is He's never going to walk past it, is he? I don't think so. He's our sort of fella. Yeah. So we're, in fact, just finishing up here and we're going to go and uh, back down to the rake and have a look at that, that portal. Have a look for the portal. The portal. Excuse me. Excuse me, mate. Yes, mate. We, yeah. We've heard tell of a portal to 16th century London. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the uh, vicinity. Have yeah, you... well, that's right. Yes, round the back. Round the back by the side of Portaloo. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Oh, a bit tight, isn't it? It is a bit tight. Maybe they're, maybe they're thinner in the 16th century. Mm. They didn't have chips. I don't think chips have been invented. Oh, oh my god. It's like champion air in here. Is that a bear? <laughs> Come on, let's go, let's go over it. Time for the drum solo. Is that a Marlow? The end of physic is our body's health. It is a Marlow play. It's Dr. Faustus. It's Dr. Faustus. It's Dr. Faustus. That's amazing. What a coincidence. Whereby whole cities have escaped the plague and a thousand desperate maladies been eased. Yet art thou still but Faustus? And a man! Well, couldn't thou make yeah. men live eternally? Or, once dead, raise them to life again? Then, this profession... Yeah, if I was in, I'd split it up into five-minute chunks. Shove it on YouTube. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, maiden. What wants thou? Uh, have you any idea how much longer this goes on for, the play? Three hours off the clock. Christ. Careful of the blasphemy, mate. Yeah, that is. Fair point. 
mercenary trudge. Strives of nothing but external trudge. Should we go to the bar? Yeah, let's go to the bar. Let's go to the bar. Okay. Yeah, two large meads, one with a lemonade top, please, Tamburlaine. It's not Tamburlaine, it's Ophelia. That's a pretty name. Ophelia Balls. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, should we uh, take a seat over there by the cockfighting? <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. You approve of cockfighting? <laughs> Tell us a little That's about, the least um, of it around here, isn't it? Bloody <laughs> it's bears and bulls. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so here we are at the, the Rose Playhouse, uh, which, uh, if you're in the present day, has been recently excavated, and you can you can go and see it. Yeah, uh, but today it rises magnificently above us yeah. uh, through the throng. Formed, as you but can he, hear. he was the chief playwright here, and his plays alternate with other performances by his contemporaries like Nash, mm. uh, Des O'Connor, Cliff Richard. Uh, yeah. His plays such as uh, Tamburlaine the Great yeah. and the, the sequel to that. Tamburlaine the, Great. the Better. Yes. The second, part two. <laughs> part two. Uh, Edward the Second. Ouch. Yeah. Dr. Faustus much. and so on. Um, yeah, Massacre of Paris. Uh, and the plays were very influential, notable for their uh, sort of overreaching heroes and the, the fact they were written in blank verse. I think that sort of popularised them. People could understand them a yes. bit more. Yes, they did give the people what they wanted. A, they were understandable. B, there was lots of violence and action. Mm. But also for, for, other, for, for everybody else, there was sort of... There was an intellectual complexity. There was stuff underneath it that you, that you had to to reach for. You yes, know, sort of yeah. something for everyone. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so it could play to the gallery and to the intellectuals. And yet, the theatre was barred from the city. Yes, for being it was. too loose. Yeah, that's which is right. why we are such theatre lovers today. Is that yeah. correct? Well, that's that. You could say that. Yeah, I mean, we're not a big fan of the city. That's for sure. No, I think in the time we would have hung around with theatre people. We'd have been um, here, yeah. Hang on, yeah. there's a 16th century plane going over. <laughs> yeah, it's going to create a pandemonium. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, his plays were very uh, influential, weren't they? And uh, they as many people listening <laughs> will know, the 16th century helicopter. Troop carrier. Oh, it's a Lockheed. Typical. Verily, it's a Lockheed. This country! <laughs> Shaking my fist at a helicopter. I think that looks good. Um, yes, very influential. Very in influential. That he, was, he was copied immediately he by was. All, all the playwrights of the time. Indeed, as many uh, listeners may know, he had one special fan, didn't he? Yes, um, he did, of course. A man who revered his work as a playwright and would later take it onto new and hitherto unimagined levels. Mm -hmm. And that man was, of course, Phil Neville. <laughs> Hang on, that's a wrong... Sheet. That man was William Shakespeare. That William was Shakespeare. it. William of course, Shakespeare. yeah. No, no Marlowe, no Shakespeare. Just like the Beatles and Oasis. Yeah, exactly. Although, although it's quite harsh to compare Shakespeare to uh, Oasis. Uh, I admit. I, I, yes, that's true. Can you just imagine what Noel would say on the matter, or <laughs> Liam for that matter? As you were. Uh, yeah, he was a, a pioneer yeah. uh, of uh, the stage. He made so, made uh, theatre popular for the first time. Really. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah, it was yeah, a bit yeah. of a niche. Yeah, and it's lasted a long time. Those plays, those plays have lasted a long time. You've got to yeah. hand it. Um, but, uh, before that, he was born in Canterbury, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Went to the King's School there. Got a scholarship to Cambridge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where he studied for seven years. Yeah, and it was very unusual for a poor boy from Canterbury to uh, get to Cambridge, and 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 it was his inspiration. It was he was the inspiration for Dulwich College, basically, which was founded by Edward Elaine as uh, mm -hmm. the College for God's Gift. Um, Edward Elaine was his leading man, wasn't he? And he many, was. many of his plays. Yeah. Uh, and he had uh, this periods of great absence from Cambridge when he wasn't spending any money at the buttery. No. Which has uh, led people to believe uh, he was off performing nefarious acts. And when indeed uh, Cambridge went to confer his masters, they 
Shillington Chalet because they were a bit worried that he might be a Roman Catholic. Mm. But the Privy Council wrote to Cambridge and said, he's all right, he's just been doing some work for us. Yes. And he got his master's. So he, he clearly was a bit of a, a spy, wasn't he? I mean, yes, uh, he, yes, it sounds like he probably was. I mean, they couldn't say, no, he's not Roman Catholic, he's a fucking atheist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was massively influential. Uh, and only the other day I was watching um, Succession. Have you seen Succession? Mm. Uh, on, mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, there's a scene there. I'm where, watching it at the moment, so don't give no, away the ending. Okay, no spoilers. <laughs> I, I don't think this is a spoiler. Uh, there's a scene where the media ex- executive, I can't, can't remember his name, Tom. Tom, possibly, yeah. Yeah. He uh, puts his feet up on a junior member of staff. That is in Tamburlaine and Dr. Faustus. They're, they're yeah. nicking from him even today. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, it's remarkable also to think that he was only 29 yeah. uh, at the time of his uh, demise. Yeah. He was also a poet and a translator, mm. a spy, you know, mm. and all the other things we mentioned earlier. That's why, uh, although I admire him for many things, I don't know whether we can include him in our deserter bosom. He sounds too busy. He was quite busy, wasn't he? Yeah, but I don't know. He liked to enjoy himself, clearly. Yeah. He was Booze, very serious about boys. that. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As a great writer once said about him. <laughs> How's your mead? My mead? Uh, a little bit undercarbonated, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Um, with a sort of, with a mouthfeel that makes you feel slightly disillusioned about history. <laughs> mm. It's not as good as Gosnells, is it? It's not as good as Gosnells. Gosnells in Peckham. Yeah. 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 Oh, you've got a mate who's gone to work there, haven't you? I do. A mate of mine's been brewing there. Rob. Big up, Rob. Yeah. Oh, it sounds brilliant in the 21st century. Yeah, I could do with a pint of beer, actually. Should we go back? Let's go back. Come on. Oh, it's still tight. <laughs> It's actually nice being by the river as the sun goes down, isn't it? You get, isn't it? get the last of it, the lights are coming on. Um, so where should we go? Where would Kit go? Where would Kit go? Yeah. Well, what was here when he was here? I mean, apart from this one. Yeah. Uh, well, there is one. Yeah. If we were to do a, a pub quiz for um, the uh, last gallery pub in London, the George. Oh. <laughs> That's that pub quiz ruined. <laughs> I tell you what, just award yourself a pint anyway. <laughs> yes, yes, the George. <laughs> it's, 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 we don't know if my wife went there, but uh, we know we're going to. He, we're going to. So, uh, as the uh, more astute among you may have discerned, <laughs> we find ourselves at the George. The George. Who'd Give yourself guessed? a pint. Who'd have yeah, guessed it? Award Who'd yourself a pint. <laughs> I mean, if that's not the easiest pint you get all day, yeah, I don't know where it's going to come from. Yeah. Um, so yes, here we are, last gallery pub in London. Looks, National Trust property. Looks amazing. Shakespeare's local, as uh, our uh, friend of deserter Pete Brown wrote in his book Shakespeare's Local right yeah good and it looks sensational doesn't it uh, it does look sensational we've got the galleries up there's a courtyard where obviously the players would play yeah I mean we don't come here very often do we because it's very much a touristy suit it can get very busy yeah with, particularly with suits it is now, yeah. fucking beautiful it is amazing it's and amazing. you can imagine without these benches I'm trying not to imagine it without the little outdoor fires yeah because I need the outdoor fires we, this, we absolutely this need outdoor fires um, I know it's not very good for the environment but it's it, no, it makes the environment fingers. look good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So here we are, the George, and uh, we're going on to the next section, which uh, some people call bombdasser. You're a bombdasser. Now you, you had you had one. Uh, that I had made one. You Did was, was this a mate of yours or something? No, no. This was no. This was on Reddit. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. A contributor called uh, No Shoe Nation. Oh yeah. <laughs> made me laugh already mm. uh, he said uh, I've watched an entire marathon of Charmed because the remote was on the other side of the room <laughs> no, that is pure <laughs> bombdossa yeah, yeah. Um, well I've got uh, an old one that uh, Yvette reminded us of um, an American guy 
who uh, outsourced his own job to China. Do oh, does that yeah. ring a bell? Yeah, it does ring a bell, yeah. Um, yeah. Made me wish I had a job. Yes, exactly, yeah. He outsourced his own job and spent his days watching cat videos on YouTube. <laughs> so um, basically his company had noticed that its computer systems were being accessed from China mm. and alarm bells started going because I think they were a sort of... Um, you know, one of the America's like, key software companies, mm. and uh, to, to, to achieve access, they required a secure ID, RSA token. You know, a physical token. Oh, okay. A physical bit of hardware, and um, the company was very concerned that this access was unauthorized. But it turned out that uh, the software developer revealed only as Bob mm. had in fact FedExed his token key to China. <laughs> Wow. He sent it to a programming firm, programming firm in uh, Shenyang to do his work. But to do his work that coincided with his nine to five. So they would imitate his schedule Mm -hmm. and he paid them one fifth of his six figure salary. That's genius. That is just genius. Yeah. I mean, as you say, it makes you want to get a job. Yeah. Almost. Mm. Um, Yeah. Apart from the YouTube cat videos. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it got even better because over the past years, Bob received excellent performance reviews of his clean, well-written coding. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and had been noted as the best developer in the building. He got fired. <laughs> <laughs> but he got a Way to Go award first. You Absolutely. Know. Well, he's... Uh, You're a bomb-dosser. And that is his reward in itself, no? Yeah. Any others? Yeah, I do have one more. Billy, are you familiar with Billy Cove? I don't know no. if he's uh, real or fake. Oh. <laughs> I thought we might have another Stretton Rovers on our hands. But I think he's probably real. I mean, he's an ex-footballer and um, current manager of Epping Town FC. Oh. And he tweeted, might just fuck everything off, move to Australia and get a job in a water park, giving people the nod to go down the water slides. <laughs> So, on to social media scene. The scene? Mm. The scene? It's got a scene. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I, I liked uh, was uh, started by our, our friend Ned Balting. Oh, yeah. Uh, hashtag three odd things. He, he put uh, a few yeah. odd things he did. Yeah. Um, and there were lots of uh, contributors who um, put things you might expect, like, you know, play pool with Lemmy. Got punched by Liam Gallagher. Three odd know. things you've done in your life, sort yeah, of thing. Is yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. That sounds yeah. fun. Uh, there was one from Dirty South. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Yeah, one married twins. Shh. <laughs> 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 uh, two officer. drove a car high on acid. <laughs> Three divorced twins. <laughs> and I noticed Lady South chipped in. Oh. Said uh, one arm wrestled a man for ownership of his bar and Beirut. Oh. Two, one. <laughs> uh, three, thrown out of the Houses of Parliament for sliding down the banister with Half-Life. That is pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive and, and a true story. <laughs> um, and another uh, bit from the scene. Yeah. Uh, a story about a good neighbour. Yeah. Uh, this was Rab Livingston uh, tweeted this. We had a bit of a storm at the weekend and I noticed there was a roof tile in the... Old woman oh, yes. next door's garden. Yes. I sent her a text, but didn't get a reply. I just checked to see if it did send. It did. It said, do you want me to come over and have a look at your foof? <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. That's a cracker, yeah. <laughs> a headline that um, made me, gave me pause for thought was, Aged 90 and still taking cocaine. <laughs> yes, I, I saw mean, that was a story, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it was the other day, wasn't it? Um, yeah, health but, epidemic. Are these these uh, 90 year olds being treated in yeah, hospital for yeah. a sniff? As a, a, a Rallon uh, on Twitter said, the headline makes it all sound like they're still a failure for some reason. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hats off. We need things to look forward to, Vinny. Of course we do. And uh, as that random went on to say, anything in moderation is good, including beetroot. <laughs> so I think it's a lesson for you. <laughs> when was the last time you had a bit of beetroot? It's been a year or two. I've, well, I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs>
And then the other thing I noticed was the uh, the Miracle Bread, Jimmy Watkins and the Miracle Bread. No, don't know that. Didn't po- see that. It's posted on um, it? Twitter and October the thirty first. The, the, the date is relevant, as mm. will become clear because mm-hmm. um, Jimmy Watkins says, uh, "I was just in a petrol station." He tweeted, "This absolutely steaming drunk guy came in and said, Oi, mate!'" He shouted over, "What's the date on, on this bread? When does it go off?" So uh, I took a look. December the 5th, I said. And then thought, that can't be right. It's crazy, he screamed. <laughs> I took the loaf off him for a better look. It was December the 5th. That's a very long time for bread. It is, yeah. I'm almost, almost screaming That's... like him, says Jimmy. Yeah, suspicious. Next thing I know, he calls more drunk people in and they're all looking at this bread that goes off in December. One guy says it's a Christmas miracle. Yeah. I swear, I held that bread like a baby and wept. <laughs> it goes off on the 5th of December, we kept oh. saying. It looks like normal bread, but it goes off on the 5th of December. We need to buy it. Cut it out, says the lady behind the till. I'm the only sober one, goes on Jimmy, so I offer to buy the bread. I'll buy the bread. Outside, we open it up and take a slice each. I'm not even pissed, but I swear this slice of bread makes me want to weep. There's six of us dividing the bread up and putting it in our pockets, etc. I'm worried it was 2018. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Jimmy goes on. There's a moment of calm as the bread is divided. I give the rest of the drunk guy who started it all. We say goodbye and agree to meet up on the 5th of December to eat the bread in the petrol station. <laughs> Lovely. I've hung my slice on the wall, like art. God bless you, miracle bread. Thank you for bringing a few guys together in a wet petrol station forecourt. Amen. That is beautiful. Yeah. That's what Christmas is. Is it Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) I think the next one's Christmas. Mm. Um, Well, um, perhaps, by another miracle, we have reached the end of our podcast. Very good segue, Nick. Very good. (laughs) Thank you for coming along uh, on our journey to the 16th century and elsewhere. Yep. Uh, cheers to Kit Marlowe yeah. for the words, the drama, bringing drama yeah. to drama. The inspiration, the hair, the yeah. smokes. Yeah. I mean, he was just a. He was he's a like dude, a god to us. He's a dude. He's like a yeah. dude. He wouldn't appreciate me saying he's like a god to us. No. So he, he, wouldn't he wouldn't have any truck with that. No, but he's you might a appreciate dude. he's a dude. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I hope. Uh, uh, I hope we've. Introduce him to some other people. Yeah, and uh, we must also, I think, give uh, thanks to our pints we've had today. Oh, they're all little miracles in a way, they aren't are they? They yeah. are little miracles. Yeah, thank yeah. you, little miracle. Yeah. And um, we're also grateful to our sponsors, of course. Yeah, to sending us to the pub, to, the, to a good pub. Yeah, um, that's Go Out London, and uh, you can download that for yourself by searching Go Out London on the App Store. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be back next month with a festive tale. Yes, we are. We're going on the lash with the Bishop of Southwark. It's what we do. <laughs> Barman. <laughs> <laughs>